Before we get into today's game scoop, let's take a moment for a shout out to our sponsor, Squarespace. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create an awesome website, connect with your audience, and sell anything all in one place, all on your terms. With Squarespace, you can easily sell custom merch and create a passive income stream. You design your products, and production, inventory, and shipping are all handled for you, saving you time and money. You can sell your products in an online store. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. Use insights to grow your business, learn where your site visits and sales are coming from, and analyze which channels are most effective. Improve your website and build a marketing strategy based on top keywords or most popular products. Ready to get started? Head over to squarespace.com gamescoop for a free trial. And when it's showtime, use our special promo code gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested, and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android, or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. There we have it. I think another very strong presentation. Yeah, my shirt's still on because there was no pad upon once again, though, so whatever. But there was a lot of new games. A lot of new games, yeah. I thought that was interesting that they said, you know, they they showed 15 at one point and they said these are all launching exclusively on the PlayStation 4 when they launch. And we got the release date. Yep. November 15th. Here in the North North America. America, November 29th. Right. In. Europe. And before people freak out, remember, the Europe over there, they don't, they don't celebrate that Thanksgiving. So Black Friday means nothing to them. That's true. So that's why it's a big deal for us in the States that we get it out on the 15th. That way you're prepped for Black Friday, 15th. which of course the Friday after Thanksgiving. Yeah. 15th is a Friday. Right. So it's two weeks before Black Friday, right? Yeah. Two weeks before. And then actually, yeah, Black Friday. So it is out Black Friday in, in, in Europe. That, maybe that's what But that doesn't say. matter to them. I know. I'm just saying. It yeah, is yeah, out yeah. that day. Well, I was really scared because I'm going to Japan that week. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I hope it doesn't come out while I'm gone. I can't be without you. So you'll have, you'll have it, and then you have to leave it at home while you go on vacation. But I'll have two weeks with it. We'll have it before then. You we, figure... have, we have maxed out DCUO already by then. <laughs> I've already maxed out DCUO. It's just how pretty it's going to be. Remember, we want you to be part of the show. Tweet at me, Game Over Greggy, at Dame Zero. We'll put your tweets up here on the big screen where you can talk about what you thought of the conference. But yeah, it was a good show, Damon. Yeah, like, it, it was a really, really strong show. Again, it's... It's Sony doing what we, I've been talking about since February, right? There's this hair floating around. I think uh, I got it. You got it? Beginner luck. <laughs> <laughs> that, they're concentrating on that core gamer market, right? Like they came Man. out and like, I, I, you know, like they're like, 
They said, here's a new game from the folks who did Dear Esther, right? And like my Twitter freak, freaked out. People were clapping and going crazy. Everybody has gone to the rapture with that one. Right. They were just announcing so many games, so many new games, non-sequels. That's what I you tweeted, so yeah. I was so happy to see that. Murasaki Baby, Big Fest, Everybody's Gone to the Rapture, Ryan, Helldivers, Rezogun, Wasteland Kings, there's just so many. There's game after game after I game. I thought it was cool that, that I mean, they could have done it in a better way, but you know, Minecraft coming out there with their little heads on. That's gonna be a launch game for PlayStation 4 now. We've been talking about the launch lineups, right? Like, there you go, that's, PS4. And that's, you know, a console exclusive that they've taken away from right. Microsoft. Yeah, next yeah. is Halo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they have Bungie, the uh, creator of Halo, uh, doing providing exclusive content with Destiny, which we didn't see at all. Yeah, no Destiny. We talked a lot on the pre-show. But that's good, right? I mean, like, we'd already kind of talked about, like, okay, we've seen that before. And they didn't focus that long on the old stuff either. They're like, here's a new trailer for Infamous. Of course, Infamous' second son, Delson's ability as a conduit is that he's kind of like rogue. He can take other people's powers. And I think we saw with that interaction with Abigail, that seemed like the first time he's ever done something like that because he didn't yeah. know what was happening. But his po the power kind of looked weak. I think every time I see that game, I get a little bit more excited for it. Yeah, it's probably because Troy Baker's good looks. It might be the first Infamous game that I play. So sad that you've never played What's happening? Place. What's happening? I'm, I'm gonna play Infamous. I've pre-ordered a PlayStation 4. Where am I? You're showing what you are, Damon. I mean, you're a gamer. You're showing what I am. You're you're not yeah. an Xbox fanboy. You're 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 out here. You're excited about the next gen. They got some good games. You're out for. I'm really excited about. Um, there's just lots of stuff to talk about. What? I know this. It's like again, they announced. Um, here's the Infamous trailer here. Uh, the other interesting thing right there, the return of uh, comic book cutscenes. They kind of went away from that mm. with Infamous 2. It's nice to see that coming back. I'm a big fan. Of that, here we go. Yeah, like oh, real quick. Let's point out how bad this camera guy was. Whoever so, was well, directing as, the show, as Sean Finnegan pointed out, not the camera guy's fault, the director's fault, right? Good call. Cameramen's just they're they're pointing to, you know, the director is telling them to cut to different cameras. So yeah, but it was really bad. That was very uh, a poor. Maybe the director just didn't know. People want to see the games. Right, yeah, well, he should know that. Yeah. <laughs> that seems like something you should be uh, briefed on yeah. before it comes up. There are a few technical issues. A little rocky start, a very long Gran, Gran Turismo 6 right. uh, you know, trailer, logos, and, and music. Something had to have gone wrong in the very beginning, right? Because so. they had that giant awkward. screen behind them, and it was black for a long, long time. And yeah. then they kind of came out, and there was supposed to be a sizzle reel, I think, there that never queued. Yeah, they're hanging on that for a long time. They announced Gran Turismo 6 release date, yeah. December 6th worldwide, uh -huh. on PlayStation 3 right. this year. They also announced a Gran Turismo movie. Yeah. Which is there were a out. couple movie announcements and stuff, but I was yeah, like, oh, all right. That and Watch Dogs getting a movie, too. Yeah. But then they, I, I tweeted how upset, like, this is the, like Sony's exclusive plan, that they're like, Watch Dogs and a movie, and then they were finally sort of like, all right, you also, you know, I mean, they've talked before, I think, that there were going to be exclusive missions and stuff, but they showed one of them, sh numerated them there, put some, the hacker boost on, showed you, you know, hacker custom. Mm -hmm. They're trying there. They're trying. It's still, I still don't think they compete on the same level. I, I still, I always talk about Sony and exclusives and third-party exclusives in particular. I'm still waiting for, like, one, they need to get one as big as all the, fa the fact that Call of Duty maps are always exclusive to them, to Xbox, right? Yeah, yeah. Xbox always has the Call of Duty maps. I mean, they have the Battlefield for premium stuff. Nobody cares about the goddamn Battlefield People stuff. do care about Battlefield, Greg. Not You're enough. Wrong on that not one. Not enough care about it is what I'm saying. I think Battlefield 4 looks really cool. No, Battlefield, no, I'm not saying the game doesn't look cool. Just taken away from it in general. What about that Little Big Planet Hub? Little Big Planet Hub, yeah. Uh, we have a t they show this teaser trailer with you know the voice talking over it and yeah, we can get that pulled up here. I'm sure we will here in a second. Coming to uh, PlayStation Three, right? Free to play, and it's so basically it sounds like it, Little Big Planet. You're like, yeah. what if you made your own races and what if you created your own character and like that's all Little Big Planet. Yeah. So I don't know what exactly. Create, that's be. share, 
browse and just sounds yeah. Here's the, the trailer. Yeah, I mean what they're showing looks like Little Big Planet. This you could easily tack on the back, right? Little Big Planet three, and you'd be like, oh yeah, totally. It's a teaser trailer for Little Big Planet three, but instead it's Little Big Planet Hub. Yeah, why not, why not just call it Little Big Planet? Can this just be what it is now? Sure. It'll be interesting if that's what their plan is. If they if they're just moving free to play and that's the only way they're gonna stick with it. Yeah, I wonder what the, so what's the monetization model. Probably microtransactions on items like that. I bet. I mean, you can collect stickers and you can collect costumes as you play through levels. Generally, in the in the old little big planet games, you'd imagine here. Yeah, you get to okay, you get this. You know, a, a costume set of ten, and then from there you kind of build your own deck, if you will. You can buy stuff or whatever. But it seems like races and stuff. You know? They said later this year. Mm -hmm. Before the end of 2013. Yeah. Uh, they made an announcement about Grand Trees, or I'm sorry, Grand Theft Auto Five. They did. I got super stoked. I thought something so, crazy was about to happen. But they announced that if you if you buy it from the PlayStation Store. I guess you also get 75% off any other Rockstar game right. for PlayStation 3. That's a good deal. That's like, for, for people like us that own both consoles and you're trying to decide which console to buy it on, like, that's a pretty uh, convincing argument to buy it on PlayStation 3. Yeah. No? For people like us, have, what Rockstar game haven't you played that like you'd be swayed to pick it up on that way? Oh, well, I'm saying, okay. So, but if you, you mean owned, just for a general game? If you owned both If consoles, you haven't played Red Dead, you're yeah, being right? stupid, get it together. Max Payne 3? Yeah. Um, if you had never played GTA Grand, 4. Yeah, GTA 4, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, they, yeah, they're bundling it with the PS3 and putting and then giving it a special edition of the Pulse headset. Not super exciting, but if you've waited this long, maybe. There's yeah. also the price drop on the PS3 for a 12 gigabyte one. Now down to 199. Yeah. yeah, that's a good deal. Price, price drop for Vita. PlayStation Vita. Yeah. 199 as well now. Um, yeah, that was actually. Speaking of Vita, people were really excited about uh, Borderlands 2. They snuck it in there. Announced for Vita. I know, and you know who called this, Damon? You, apparently, Greg you did. Miller, like a year I, ago. What, I'll pull up the tweet while I tell you the story, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but yeah, they, what basically what happened is that. It happened in the news that somebody approached Randy and was like, Randy Pitchford from Gearbox, right? What, would you guys ever bring it to Vita? And this was in a thing before he was about to come on up at noon. So he came on up at noon. Whoa, I don't know how to use a Mac. Oh, God. Anyways, he came on up at noon, and I asked him the question. He was like, yeah, we're down. I just don't know how it's going to be. I said, I'll get you in touch with a young gentleman named Shuhei Yoshida. So we got we started up a Twitter campaign at up at noon. We put up Shu's information. We put up all Randy's. I have to scroll because I... Uh, anyways, uh, we put up all this information, called them on it. Am I in 2012? Here we go. And then I uh, had Shuhei. Shuhei responded, said, you don't actually want to talk to me. You want to talk to Adam, who, of course, is big wig. Adam Boys over here. Hold on. Almost there. It's going to be worth it, everybody. Here oh, it there goes. There you go. There you go. And here I, I tweeted September 14th of last year wow. that this was going to be very important. And it's a photo of Adam at the Gearbox or at the Borderlands 2 launch party giving Randy... Avita. Avita. That's now, pretty awesome. Now, oh, I'm going to scroll all the way back. Take my word for it, then. The next photo I have is Adam then being reunited with Shuhei with the fo that photo there, handing him the photo while they held Avita. So I knew this was coming. I've been telling people on Beyond it's been coming. I'm excited it finally came. I thought it was, don't get me wrong, I'm glad it's there or whatever. I thought it was a bit of a weak reveal. Well, yeah, like, they didn't show it, they just announced it. Exactly, out. but it seems like you could have, oh, we have one more. They did a lot of this. Oh, and one more thing, or not for something completely different. Like, yeah. it would have been cool to have... Some trailer of just a psycho running out and getting blasted on the Vita. Can I say that one of the proudest moments of my life happened during the Sony conference? Yes, you're welcome to. Shuhei Yoshida tweeted at me. Yeah. He said, hello, Damon. Is <laughs> <laughs> when you tweeted that you were happy with what was yeah, happening. With all yeah, the, yeah, with all the new games. But that's the first time he's ever tweeted at me. You're, you're, you've so made it now. You host one live show with Greg Miller. Uh, yeah, I was saying it's awesome to see so many new games, not sequels, coming yeah. to PlayStation 4 and Vita. Uh, one of our viewers, Christopher Corrick, 
says, man, I'd be dead if I took a shot every time I hear indie during this conference. They're talking about a lot of, a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, they did. And it was interesting. We, we talked about it in the pre-show, right? Like, we didn't know how much they were going to focus on that again or how, what they'd actually bring out. But the Hotline Miami 2 was my one prediction that for indie games, they came yep. out and said that. There's that one. Fez yeah. also coming to all, Fish, all the PlayStation. Phil Fish, may his career rest in peace. Yeah, <laughs> Whatever. Um, <laughs> He's like, it'll be back. Yeah, yeah. Fez 2's coming. Don't worry. Um, but no, yeah, it's super stu- exciting. But, like, it was interesting... Some people here in the Twitter feed were saying that you know it didn't do much for them on the Vita front, which I thought that's what they showed. Yeah, uh, I, I think they showed a lot of cool stuff. I, a lot of cool Vita games. I, Borderlands I saw, Two is a game changer if it works. All you know, same. when I said, uh, see, maybe I don't know if I favored it, but when I when I tweeted that about, it, I was happy to see so many new games. They were like, yeah, but it's all indie stuff, though. Like, what are you talking about? That's it, awesome. Indie stuff is the best stuff. Yeah. Though. I, I, it's we, we talk about this all the time on GameScoop, right? The fact that I, I always we've talked about how the middle tier developers fallen out, right? Mm. And so you have your AAA games, and then you have your indie games. Mm. Indie games come out so often, so frequently. They can be these tiny experiences. They can be these giant experiences. That they're what keeps us going right now. I think mm. in terms of like day to day, week to week, what we're excited about. And then you have those big, you know, big moments every year of franchise or of yeah. Call of Duty, Assassin's Creed. But then you have stuff like Gone Home that comes out and like. Sets us all on fire, and we want to talk about it and play it. Yeah. Our, one of our viewers, Paul, says, I love indies, but this conference's use of indie is like Microsoft's use of TV, the C3. What does that mean? Can you translate that? Yeah, I remember this year at, uh, when, well, I'm sorry, at the Xbox reveal event, when they were like, TV, blah, blah, your TV. This is going to happen with your TV. Your Xbox One connects to your TV this way. Okay. And they cut up a compilation on YouTube that was like, TV, 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 yeah. TV, Call of Duty, Call of Duty, dog, 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 TV, <laughs> TV, TV. I don't, but I, again, though, like, we can't have it both ways, gamers. We can't bitch if they're going to talk about TVs too much and they're like talking about supporting indie game developers. Oh, talking about indie too much. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, no, that's it's very good. That's, that's very a good game. thing that you want to see that support system. Now we saw a lot of Vita stuff. Right. I did focus on Vita a lot. Billy Self says this only proves that Vita is in a bad place when you use a lot of stage time to push it this much. I hope it's saved. I guess. I mean, they want you to be excited about it. That's not... I don't think it's in a bad place. Even if it was doing super well, they'd still talk about it. What do they say? Their goal is to make it... Uh, to broaden its appeal, right? And right. Then, and then they announce the official price drop. Right. $199. Yeah. And then they show a lot of games. I, they showed a lot of cool... They are smaller indie games. They didn't show, you know, the God of War. There was Vita. no infamous Vita game. That's what I've been wanting and looking for, right? The, and you, like you talked about, the console quality experience, the console experience. That, yeah. With the exception of the Borderlands 2 announcement, we didn't really get that. However, they then did drive home the fact by playing Assassin's Creed Black Flag on remote play that this is what it's about. And they said, I think it was like, I think the quote was nearly all or most of the PlayStation 4 launch games play this way. The exceptions, you know, hopefully only being, and according to Shuhei, only being uh, camera games, right? If you have a game that uses the PlayStation Eye, your PlayStation Vita can't do that. If that's really how it looks on Vita, it looks fantastic. Yeah, it looks like the real game just brought over. But you said you weren't you weren't satisfied with how they showed with how they demonstrated crossplay. Right. My f- big thing was like the show. I you know I'm a big nerd for what excites me about the new generation are the consoles and the interfaces. And so I was super stoked when it opened with Shuhei in a chair screwing around on screen and just going through the interface. And I'm like, oh, and the XMB is still there. You know what I mean? He went up and the XMB was still up there, and you got to move around that way. That was really cool. And I wanted to see how. I'm playing Assassin's Creed, and I say, okay, let's take it to the Vita. And I was hoping they were going to show that, and they didn't. Yeah, they, like, that is still unclear, They, they did a very hypothetical, and now he wants to get off, you now somebody wants to watch rubbish TV. <laughs> and so then they picked up on the Vita, but it was like, wh- how seamless is that process? What kind of, is it, bi- is it built into the PlayStation 3? Is it built into the menu of Assassin's Creed? I imagine it's a, pay- you know, I, I'm basically hitting the PlayStation Home button. It's popping up and saying, quit game, whatever, yeah, or, blah, yeah. blah, and then, or like, beam to Vita. Move to cross play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like, like beam to Vita. I hope beam? 
Beam to Vita. That's the wording. And with Beam to Vita play, you can take the game with you anywhere, anytime. <laughs> Going back to Borderlands 2 yeah. on Vita for a second. Fresh and Low says, Woo! Bad, bad time to announce Borderlands 2 Vita, making me think twice about Killzone Mercenary now. Okay. I, I mean, I get that if you're worried about, like, you only have enough money for one game. Keep in mind, they announced Borderlands 2. They showed nothing from it. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. game is not coming out this year. Yeah. It, I mean, like, I showed you a tweet, right, from literally a little more than a year ago. Or not even a year ago. About to be a year ago. Yeah. And that was them handing a PlayStation Vita to them, making that connection. Like, I'd, I'd say next year, next fall, you'll be playing Borderlands 2. You should have no... You shouldn't, wor- you shouldn't hold off on that for, and screw over Killzone. Hopefully, when it finally comes to Vita, it includes all the downloadable content. I mean, hopefully when it, it comes to Vita, I'm, I can import my character from PS3. Maybe I, play alongside people on consoles? Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's a free one for you. Randy. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are some of your Twitter? Let's see what we got over here. Oh, okay. Jane Alley. Oh, well, gosh darn it. I hate Max. I don't, know. I don't know what I'm doing in them. I just don't. I begged for one, they didn't give it to me. Rise up, 44. Jay Nally says, I'm a bit disappointed we did not get an Uncharted 4 teaser or announcement at Gamescom PlayStation event. Well, of course. I mean, like, they, they said Naughty Dog's working on a game, and as I tweeted, this isn't news. I'm sure many news sites are picking this up as if it's breaking news. In February, Shuhei told Colin, all the first parties are working on PlayStation 4 games. Mm-hmm. However... If you want to know when I think the Uncharted 4 teaser is coming, right? Like, I said it had a shot at E3 that there'd be, oh, one more thing in the logo. I think it's much more likely that you'll look at that VGAs in December. Let's get everything yeah. out this year. Let's keep this, like, launching a system's hard because that's the star. So you want to have games alongside it that people are going to buy, right? But, like, it's not how it was with, like, Super NES where it's like, oh, man, there's a new Mario game for it, right? It's like, I'm mm-hmm. buying this new system that I'm going to have for a decade that's going to stream my TV and do all these other... Th- you, you, you have to sell them on the system right now first, and I think Uncharted 4 takes care of itself. I think a lot of them are sold. Well, good. Well, they say a million, over a million pre-orders. Well, people like me are getting two by accident because they don't know how to use Amazon. <laughs> but no, yeah, Uncharted 4 teaser, I think, it VGAs. Microsoft hasn't given specific numbers. Maybe they're the same. Maybe they're identical. Sure. I, don't, I just think that's a really impressive pre-order number to sell a million consoles. They've already sold a, over a million PlayStation 4s. Yeah. So they've dwarfed the Vita numbers. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that's just amazing. No, yeah, it goes back to what we're talking about, right? Like, Sony's been very clear on we want the gamer and we want the core gamer. We want the people who adopt things on day one because, mm-hmm. like, you figure that's always been you and I. However, like, I didn't buy a PS3 at launch. I was like, that thing's way too expensive. It doesn't do anything I want right now. So, like, they've learned their lesson from that and are here saying... We've built the system to do what you want or what we think you want. Or what we tell you you want. What about that Murasaki baby? Awesome art style. That one look for you? Can we bring that, that trailer up on the They'll screen? They'll work here? on it here in a second. Yeah, like I didn't, I, it was one of those games when it started going, I was like, what is, oh my god. So it looks like you're, it look, it's a touchscreen game. You're guiding this girl to the world. It looks like you're dragging her around. Yeah. Her mouth is on top of her eyes, guys. You know, that's just the most adorable thing I've ever seen. <laughs> look at all those eyeballs. Oh god, it was bats! <gasps> No, it looks like a goofy... I mean, like, this is the kind of stuff when we talk about... This one's for Vita. Yeah, what we want out of Vita and not gimmicky touch controls, right? Like, this doesn't look shoehorned in. It looks like a game yeah. built from the ground up to control this. I wonder if that touch pad on the, on the DualShock 4 could, could play sure. a game like this. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, we haven't seen a lot of integration for that yet. I mean, Kills on Shadowfall has the owl thing it uses, but mm. I want to see more. And then another Vita game that looks interesting to me was Big Fest. 
No, Big Fest looked interesting to everyone. That okay. game looks awesome. It looks like, I like Sim City for music festivals. Yeah, I like Sim Games. It's a music festival simulation. Right. On Vita. I think they said it was free to play. I, I, oh, did they? I didn't I think catch that's up. Maybe what they call it. I might be wrong about that, but yeah. But I mean, yeah, like you get to set up your own music festival and build all stuff and make money, and then you're booking the the venues and the bands and stuff. It's like so. Like, do they have licensed music in there? That like that's the thing. Can I can I create a big bass music festival with Skrillex and Kill the Noise and Knife Party? That would be amazing. Yeah, like it, you look at those. Uh, you when they just put up all that stuff there that had all these different albums. I guess we could Google one of these people. Do we have VLC controls back there? Can we drag and stop and pop it around? Somebody will get back to me on that. But if we do, we'll Google around there for them. Like, yeah, if you can, if you could, imagine if it connected to one of your things you upload music to. I don't know, SoundCloud, is that you? Yeah. Something like that? If you could do that and pull bands from that and then build your own music festivals yeah. that way, that'd be awesome. There's probably some sort of like licensing issues sure. there, but I well, don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, they have to have music in the game, right? Where is mm -hmm. the music coming from? Mm -hmm. Who's providing the music? Uh, that looks very cool. At my music fest, water is not going to cost five dollars. No, no. How much is going to cost? Ninety-nine you? cent. 99 but Damon, cent you got to pay the bands and get the flights and everything. I know, but yeah. Uh, Rogue Legacy is another of the uh, indie games announced coming to PlayStation Four and Vita next year. Now I have not played this game. You have not either. No. But we're going to want to. You know? Do you know why? Why? Because it's recommended by the Raging Canadian. Charles Onyet. Charles Onyet says that game is good. Oh, okay. So we should be excited for well, that. That's good for that, I guess. Uh, here's What's an interesting this? one. Sam tweets at us and he says, Do you think Andrew House's major Microsoft burn that there was... at the end makes up for Wonderbook? <laughs> yeah, I don't know about Wonderbook. Wonderbook was one of the things you said you didn't want to see, by the way. Yeah, no, I, I'm well aware. I never want to see Wonderbook again. And uh, Sony seems to be following me down that path. Sony is still being very aggressive, uh, coming out, taking punches at Microsoft. Yeah. What do you, I, I wrote down the quote. He says, while others have shifted and changed their policies, yeah. we have remained consistent with our message. We are a pro-gamer console. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's a good... I mean, that's what they have to do, right? Like, I talked about this being back to square one, and they're starting fresh, and they have to remind people that, you know, Microsoft's doing all the stuff now for you, but we were always doing that for you. And because it, it's similar to what we were talking about when people were giving Microsoft hell for doubling back <clears throat> a week later, right? Oh, you're, this is what you guys wanted, now you don't even care about it. That's your conviction? Sony's like, we've stuck to our guns from day one, you know what I mean? This is something uh, that might be bad for Microsoft. Microsoft's not doing a press conference like this here at Gamescom. Yeah. Right, so the last time we heard from them uh, on the stage was at E3. Now Sony comes out again with another very strong conference, and then Sony's going to be at TGS. Microsoft won't. Sony will have another conference at TGS where they get another chance to get on stage and tell their products like... This keeps going back to that fractured Microsoft message we've seen, right? Where, like, after their event, their heads didn't know exactly what to say. They were saying different things. Then they, they since then, they've, like, piecemeal been redacting things and mm -hmm. dialing things back. You figure they have to get out with a release date soon. You have to talk, talk to people about a release date. You imagine if you're McCaffrey, it's before PlayStation yeah, 4. Yeah, so no November 15th for the PlayStation 4. Uh, one of our one of our Xbox experts, Ryan McCaffrey, uh, uh, is predicting the first week of November. Yeah. So then they would have a couple months or a couple weeks on yeah, yeah. PS4. But yeah. I don't know, Dave. It's an exciting time to be us. Going back to uh, crossplay on Vita, mm -hmm. Joseph Alford asks: Should there be any concern about streaming games to the Vita with the different controls, different layouts between the two systems? Yes. You think so? I, I, it's one of those things. Sony has been touting remote play for a while, right? Like PlayStation. Uh, PSP to PS3, and then PS Vita to PS3, and now PS Vita to PS4. I've never seen it work extremely well. I've never been like, this is awesome. You know what I mean? Like, uh, Tokyo Jungle works, but even there, there's lag, and 
Now, I'm more worried about, I guess, Wi-Fi and connectivity, right? Like, I, that's one of the big things of, like, I, why I wanted them to show it in the stream. Here's how you switch, and we're doing it to show how easy it is and that it works. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I'm not saying there was any phony business there. Clearly, they had it all set up, but how, what, what is that router they're running? How does that work? Is it going to work that way in my house? You know what I mean? Let me ask you this. Yeah. When, how long has Avita been out now? Oh man, it's gonna be. It's been Almost a little over years? a year. It's been a year yeah. and a half. It'll be two years uh, at the in December in Japan, and then uh, February or whatever springtime in America. February, yeah. When does the redesign come? I, I think you have to sell units. Like I think that's on the, the last thing on their minds right now because it's no one's complaining when people talk shit about the Vita. Oh, actually, curse. Well, I like how I stopped because I wasn't gonna curse, and I just cursed <laughs> anyway. Oops, sorry, pair. Uh, when people talk crap about the PlayStation Vita, they don't talk about the form factor. They don't talk about how it feels. No, like, it seems to be uni- universally, un- nope, nope, universally loved. Just started this whole thing over. <laughs> 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 no, yeah, people totally dig it. Yeah, and so I, I, I don't. I think Sony's more worried about selling what they have and then getting third parties on board. Mm. That's what it all comes down to right now, if you ask me. Well, the reason why I ask is, you know. Uh, Nintendo redesigns its handhelds a All lot. The time, yeah. There were several redesigns for the PSP. Yeah. And now there are very cool functions on, you know, next-gen functions on PlayStation 4, like the share button, mm. that you would think would be cool on the Vita as well, right? Right, 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 right. Uh, like, add, throw that on there. It's throw that of, share button on there. I, I mean, you, it's, this all goes back to, and I guess this isn't as complicated anymore. Well, you figure... PlayStation 3, right, where everybody was like, why can't we have cross-game chat? Why can't we have cross-game chat? And they never did it. And finally, Shuhei just had to say one day, he's like, you know, you can't have that because when we were designing the system, we never planned for that. And there's like, it can't work on a functional level. We can't make that work on the system. So you have to wonder then, for the Vita itself, to add a share button, how, how would that work? Is that system capable of doing it? Maybe you could just tether it to the P- PS4, then you have a workaround. But again, mm-hmm. I think you have to work to getting the PlayStation 4 up running and then establishing that relationship between the Vita and the PS4. That proves why gamers need it. They start buying it, so on and so forth. You have an install base, and then you could worry about those. Because right now, my only complaint with the PlayStation Vita, other than I'd like the battery to last a little bit longer, is the fact that, well, I don't like the OS. I wish they got away from the bubbles. Mm-hmm. But like my only technical hardware part is I wish it had, for us here at work, a uh, video out. We, yeah. we, we basically stopped doing video reviews for it because they look terrible, right? It's, 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 sha- it's shaky. I mean, we saw how prints all over the it thing. was difficult for them to keep Assassin's Creed 4 in focus on, right. on stage in the right. presentation. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I want, but that's such a minimal complaint. Like, I, granted, that's what the first PSP redesign did. And when it went slim, it added audio things out. Or, I'm sorry, audio and video out to the bottom. But it wasn't like some colossal disaster they needed. Tell me about uh, Wonderbook. <laughs> so, I mean, it wasn't there, obviously. No. Was there even a chance? Like, well, what's going on with that? Was that meant to be a, a, a series that they keep yes. releasing new stuff? Oh, out? yeah. It, I, like, that's the, I think it was one of those few things where, yeah, they finally listened to us in a way, right? Over that they were like, what is the Wonder Book all about? It came up at E3. They showed it uh, two years ago, made a big deal about it, that they had the Wonder Book Book of Spells. Uh, that came out, and then the other games never did. There was supposed to be a dinosaur one. There was supposed to be this other thing. I, you've never seen from them again. Mm. Maybe they're going to sneak them out when nobody's looking. I wonder what the, I wonder, I wonder what the sales were like. On I that, would love on that to Wonder see Book. Wonderbook sales. I would I would pay good money for, to see what happened with the PlayStation Move Wonderbook sales. You can just tell them you're showing the screen. Like people saw that, didn't they? Oh, okay. Here we go. I'm getting more tweets. Remember, tweet at Game Over Greg if you want to be part of the show. Uh, Violet says, "What about the PS3 bundled with the GTA 5? What about it? We've already talked a little bit about it. I, I, I get what you're driving at. Like, I, I think it's a big deal. But like at this point, have you held out this long for this generation of consoles that 
You're like, well, GTA 5 is out. I have to buy one. I guess there are people who are who only... But I mean, why didn't you buy GTA 4? Yeah, so did they announce the price for the bundle? No, I don't think so. Yeah. I, I can't know. remember if they talked about it before the price drop. So. Yeah. And I don't... And also, remember that for the price drop on the PS3, they're talking about the 12 gigabyte system. So there's different... That's all... I don't know how many gigs are in this GTA 5 bundle, which then complicates the matters. Paul Richards says he would love to have seen more about the game DVR. Can you save your gameplay to an external hard drive for editing on PC? Mm-hmm. I don't know that that's what it's meant for. I think it's meant for more like, you know, you're just sharing raw gameplay. Like this, this cool event just happened. Yeah, it's going to be... got this good headshot. Yeah, all the streaming and all that stuff needs to still be explored and extremely... I, I, correct me if I'm wrong out there on the internet. They showed that you know, you're going to be able to use Twitch TV with the PS4. Yep. I'm assuming that means I can, I'll, I'll now have a choice if I'm going to go to Ustream or if I'm going to go to Twitch TV. Yeah. That's exciting. But they, didn't, yeah, they, didn't, they haven't talked at all about, am I commentating over it? I can do live streams, I know, but is it just the yeah, gameplay, is you, it? Can you commentate over it? That would be cool. Yeah, the total. And I, they know that, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's, like, we're talking about like, what they're trying to do and who they're going for. I think they know that if they give you a half-assed way to live stream your game, you, they're going to get eaten alive for it, right? You can't, they can't come out and do that. You know, we haven't talked about the biggest news of the conference yet. Okay. That IGN is coming to PlayStation 4. <laughs> and PlayStation 3. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that too. Uh, I, I don't know what the timing is. I don't, I, I don't know let's go to IGN.com. Available at launch. Uh, yeah, we do have an article about it. Yeah, but now there is an IGN app coming to PlayStation 3 and 4. So you can all stop cool. tweeting me about it. Thank you so much for caring for as long <laughs> as you have. I'm glad we... we oh, this is going to be hard to find. All of our live streams, uh, podcast videos, news videos, you'll be able to watch all of it on your PlayStation console, which is pretty cool. That's really cool. I'm We've glad. been able to do that now for a while on 360, so we're really happy that we can do it on PS3 now, too. Yeah, we don't know much about it, because we're not the tech people. We just know... <laughs> Everybody we, always asks us those we questions. We just knew it would like, be happening, yeah. Why isn't there an IGN app? I'm like, I don't know. I, why can't? Why is IGN doing goofy things all the time? Here we go. Eagle Eye PlayStation... Oh, it's on Vita, too. PS4, Here PS3, and Vita. Later, later this year. Oh, huh, look at that. We'll be right there. New app will bring games entertainment, video, blah, blah, blah. Uh, previews, reviews, weekly wood. No mention up at noon, huh? All right, way to play to your audience, <laughs> Tom Butler. You're really good. Am I logged in? Because I'm going to give him a piece of my mind in these comments. No, I'm not. One of our viewers, B-Rye. B-Rye! Asks, is there going to be any Xbox talk at all? There are more than Sony fanboys that follow IGN. Yeah, well, we, we are just talking about the Sony conference. That's what just Kinda happened. Kind of watching the <laughs> Sony post-show. So, we talked about Xbox on the beginning, and I yeah. keep mentioning it. I keep, I'm 100% telling you that like they, Sony is in a tough race right now. Microsoft has a lot going for it. It's going to be incredibly fascinating to watch this fight. Yeah. Like I think they, I think you know, I think that doubling down on gamers, betting on gamers works. Damon played 360 this whole life cycle. That life was his cycle, console yes. of choice, and now that we're on to the next life cycle, <laughs> he's already pre-ordered his PlayStation 4. Like he's. Made a, you know, but how many other people are going to make that jump? How many people who have yeah. a full-on Xbox friends list are going to jump and go? Yeah. We have another question here. Caleb Harrison writes in, who is that on the coffee mug? I can't quite tell. Caleb, you should watch Up at Noon too. I understand since we don't put it in articles to advertise it, you want to know it. <laughs> this is Dave Fenoy of DaveFenoy.com. He's Lee Everett in The Walking Dead. Available on your PlayStation Vita today. How do you, your coffee mug gets so dirty. Like, I you're know. You're spilling coffee well, all over it. I go, I, what I do is I, I ask for the large size and then I walk back and I got the jitter <laughs> hands and it just pours all over the place. Do you wash it every day? I do. No, yeah. I do. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in with us today. This has been, uh, we've been watching the Sony press conference at Gamescom 2013, November 15th. 
launch day for the PlayStation 4 here in the United States, November 29th in Europe. Woo! Very, very exciting times. Thank you all for joining us. Make sure you follow us. Damon Hatfield, Greg Miller on Twitter. Everybody have a really great day. Beyond! You've probably heard the name Mary, Queen of Scots, and maybe you know the importance of her legacy to the British monarchy. But how much do you know about her life and what she was really like? For instance, did you know that she preferred to have her eggs scrambled or that giving gifts was her love language? In my podcast, Vulgar History, we'll be talking about all that and more during an eight-part miniseries about the fascinating life of Mary, Queen of Scots. Vulgar History is a feminist women's history comedy podcast where we don't shy away from the messy, complicated lives of women from the olden times. Particularly with women in history, it's easier to use broad strokes to portray who they were. And it's like we forget they probably also had messy lives, complicated relationships, and maybe things weren't as black and white as they might seem in a textbook. But I'm dedicated to sharing the sides of the stories we don't always hear. And each episode is supported by rigorous historical research. Turns out there's really something about Mary Queen of Scots. So be sure to turn into my series about Mary Queen of Scots and check out the other incredible women I've talked about while you're there. You can listen and subscribe to Vulgar History wherever you get your podcasts and learn more at vulgarhistory.com. <laughs>